Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Niang, right side, three, oh, and hold the pose, George. Hold the pose, my man. You're on fire. Four threes for Niang. Right side to Bogdanovich, guarded by Metu, drives by him to the rim and hammers. Boyan Bogdanovich flies by Metu for the slam dunk. Left wing Ilyasova for a 50-point lead. Ursan Ilyasova and the Jazz are up 50. Every possession is vital. He hands it to Oni. Oni back to Brantley. Open three. He hits. Jazz by 51 with 135 to play. It could be the largest victory in franchise history. The Utah Jazz blow out the Sacramento Kings 154 to 105. A club record 154 points. Every shot going in, it seemed like PK. Of course, obviously, they didn't shoot 100%, but sometimes it felt like it. 50 ha- 58.5% from three. And Boyan Bogdanovich, you heard that in the highlights. How many times did he take guys off the dribble for layups and dunks? 14. Apparently six. Oh, dang it. Uh, it seemed like a lot, though. It seemed like 14. <laughs> Everything When it's rolling, everything seems like more. They're never going to miss. Yeah, I mean, I thought they were going to win. I thought their group of guys, minus the Stars, is better than the Kings, as we spoke about yesterday. And I think they're going to be just fine. I mean, I'm not going to pick them on the title, but I think they're going to be where they're supposed to be. I think last night was a classic example. This team can shoot and get on a roll. Quinn Snyder in his postgame, we just played in the last segment, said, uh, I'm in the minority, but I thought we played pretty well Monday. But we didn't shoot it well Monday. But I don't want to judge guys by simply by whether shots go in. You thought they were good shots Monday, they didn't go in, and then good shots Wednesday, but a higher percentage of them went in. Sometimes you're just hot, and they didn't they didn't miss a lot of open looks, and they got a lot of open looks. So well, for sure, and I, and I think that's that's fair. But at the same time, if you don't make the shots and you lose in the playoffs, you're still who out. Cares? Who yeah, cares? you're out. I mean, that's really all that matters. A 46-point second quarter, a 40-point third quarter, and that blows the game wide open. Jazz are up three after one quarter, but by halftime, it felt like it was over. They had a 32-point lead. Okay. It was. I appreciate that because yeah. I wanted to watch you the wanna, Suns and Clippers. <laughs> I thought the same thing. I was flipping over going, I wonder if PK's already flipped over or if he's about to. Yeah, well, I had it on my phone, the ESPN, because I told you I was going to watch both. Mm-hmm. But then when, you know, it got out of hand. And Matt Thomas is going 20 for 20. I figure <laughs> I've seen it all, so uh, I flipped on. The what have you done? Screen. I've seen it all. I've seen it all. Relative to this game. Not yes. I've seen it all, you know, in the world like I did with Durant. <laughs> but I've seen, basically I've seen all that I need to see. So then I put it on the regular size screen. Not the big screen. I don't have a big TV like you do. No, I but do. Uh, I switched it off the phone and then focused on the Suns game. Which we'll get to, obviously. Yep. Jazz get the win. They are headed to Phoenix to play the Suns Friday night. That is their next game. So let's get to the NBA. Hashtag NBA. 
Westbrook rebound up court to Smith. He's alone. He's Whoa. Alone. And Ish with a slam. And Westbrook turning to the crowd and applauding the crowd and the crowd getting up and applauding back. Rebound. Tristan Thompson's seventh offensive rebound for Jalen Brown. Steps to his left. Has a clean look at it and knocks down a three. Randall with 31 already. Probing Felicio at the left wing. Five to shoot. Step to his right to three. It's good. Exclamation point. Not to Paul. Three-pointer. Shazam! Chris Paul. Chris Paul lets everybody run to the paint. They finally get it over to Paul. Paul on the drive. Reverse layup. Good. Oh, brother. Phoenix Suns hold off the Clippers 109-101. They stay within one game of the Jazz heading into Friday night's game. The Chris Paul highlights there because he had 28 points and he had 10 assists. Clippers made a run. You're supposed to do that in the NBA. Everybody's supposed to make a run. The Clippers trailed most of the game. Made a run in the fourth quarter, got close, got within a point, and then Chris Paul hit some shots, and uh, Booker hit a big shot, and the Suns pull away and win 109-101. It was kind of textbook NBA, PK. Uh, to a degree, yeah. Also textbook Clippers. They were without Ibaka, about, without Beverly, without the top dog, Kawhi Leonard. I mean, I, don't, I just don't think they care about these games, man. <laughs> Get us to the postseason. We're under a month. And the Suns care real, as they should. They care much, much more. They should. They clinched the playoff spot for the first time in 11 years. And it's real important for them to be in this position uh, as opposed to the Clippers. So Clippers are sort of playing out the string here and see what they can do in the postseason. If if they're on, they're going to be a dangerous, dangerous ball club to eliminate. And as we can say that about two or three teams. So the Clippers... Had a chance there to catch the Suns, but as you point out, a lot of guys didn't play, and Kawhi Leonard hasn't been playing for quite a long stretch now. Fur. Fur. And so the Clippers are uh, now two games behind the Suns and three behind the Jazz. But they're also only one game in front of the Nuggets. They're tied in the loss column. The Clippers have played two more games, and they won them both. So the game up on the Nuggets, the Nuggets held off the Pelicans 114-112. Pelicans had a chance to tie it right at the end. Zion Williamson got a feed, went up for a dunk, and Jokic spun around and blocked it. And Denver holds on. So do you think the Clippers care about three or four? They obviously didn't get too fired up about two or three. Because if they drop to four, then it's Clippers-Lakers in the first round if the Lakers hold off the Mavericks. Well, I do think that they'll get the guys back. I don't think they're going to sit them the rest of the regular season. So I think it'll take care of itself because they'll win some ball games, and so they won't drop anymore because I think they'll come back, and then when they come back and have all their weapons, they'll be pretty good. So I think that's what they're thinking. And I don't know if that's what they're thinking, but that's my thinking of what they're thinking <laughs> is naturally you want guys to come back. I mean, I think LeBron is going to be back here. Uh, he could be back tomorrow. Um, my guess is he's back at the latest uh, Sunday. So, you know, play, have 10 games to get ready to go. And I think the Clippers will do the same thing. So it's sort itself out anyway. Lakers have exactly 10 games to play. The Clippers only have eight games left. So whatever stretch these guys are going to get together, they better get it together and do it soon because the games are ticking away here. Well, it's the same thing for the Jazz. Yeah, the Jazz now are down to their uh, final 10 games. The Blazers beat the Grizzlies 131-09. The uh, battle to see who will 
be seven, who will be eight, all that kind of stuff. The Blazers are a half game behind the Mavericks now. The Mavericks are uh, in sixth place. But the uh, Blazers are only a game, or two and a half games up now on the Grizzlies after winning that game. So maybe Portland, even if they have to go in the play in, at least will set themselves up with home games and two of them and only have to win one. And then lose in the first round. That would seem to be the way it's headed, yes. I mean, it's, it creates some excitement, but it's not like baseball, where if you get the, the wild, wild card, card can yeah. go and has gone. Yeah. And we assume yeah. that the seven and eight, whoever they are, are going to lose to the one and the two, whoever they are, right. in whatever order they finish. It, this sort of reminds me of the the conferences that have the one and dones, Big Sky, blah, 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 Big West. Uh, we know what they are. And it's exciting to get in, but then you're just going to lose. Should have taken down Creighton. Oh, well. Lakers lost 116-107. Russell Westbrook, 18 points, 18 rebounds, 14 assists, another triple-double, and the Wizards beat the shorthanded Lakers. So Lakers 10 games over 500, sitting in fifth place. Not going to get home court advantage. They're five games behind the Nuggets, so they'll have to claim it by winning on the road. They're a game and a half up on the Mavericks right now. Well, the thing I look at that is what is uh, Anthony Davis doing, and he's playing decent minutes, and he's looking better. Rounding into form. He's got if another, you will. Another 10 games to uh, yeah. become yeah, Anthony be Davis. Sc- scrape Unless the he rust gets up. another injury, he's going to be fine. Yeah, I mean, the rust is coming off rapidly. He looked fine. Uh, the, They're going to be very dangerous. The shooting, the scoring already seemed to be there. He had 26 points. Yeah. He made half his shots, 10 of 20. He was 40% right. from the arc, 2 of 5. Did miss right. a couple free throws, whatever that's worth. Filling up the box and score. Playing over, yeah. playing over 25 minutes. Yeah, he's up to 31 they gave him. So, Yeah. That's basically back to full time. So, Right. Boston Celtics guard Marcus Smart suspended by the league for one game last night because of threatening language he directed at a referee a night earlier. The NBA did not provide many specifics in a news release beyond saying the incidents with Smart occurred during and after the Celtics 119-115 loss to the Oklahoma City Thunder on Tuesday night. And he was suspended and Jalen Brown went for 38 and the Celtics beat the Hornets 120-111. I think the referee said, hey, you want to go? Let's go. Tough guy. <laughs> you want to go? That's who Smart is. Let's go. It, it it seems like he has these issues multiple times a year. He had him in college, so at this point, you are who you are. Julius Randle, thirty four. Apparently, the Knicks are going to start another win streak. PK, here they go. They had the nine gamer ended by the Suns, but they win again. They're sitting fourth in the East. Trying to claim home court in the first round, not just make the playoffs, but be fourth in the East. So they they pick up a win as well. And the Sixers just annihilated the Hawks. Phillies in second in the East. They're a game behind the Nets. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Kyle and John are doing whatever they can to make this team compete for a Super Bowl. And um, if they think that's bringing another, you know, another quarterback, another tight end, another fullback another linebacker, whoever it is, uh, they're just trying to make this team better and more competitive. And so I know the team trusts in them because they haven't led us astray yet. You know, there was a number of teams that called after that media blitz that that happened, right? Uh, But, 
No, I never actively negotiated with anybody um, and with any team. Now, did people call? Absolutely. So that's George Kittle first. He trusts the 49ers to pick the right player. Whoever they're going to take at three, that's the drama right now. Who's going third? And then also Seahawks general manager John Schneider there on the Russell Wilson trade rumors. Ah, it was a a media thing, PK. There's that media blitz there. Okay. First round of the draft starts tonight, 6 o'clock. It'll be on ESPN. It'll be on ABC. It'll be on the NFL Network. Former BYU quarterback Zach Wilson expected to be the second overall pick of the New York Jets. And then we'll see where Penny Sewell goes, and Utah will have two of the top eight or six or five or whatever it turns out to be. Uh, high school products, a couple of high school products from Utah going high this year. Yeah, I'm going to see what, what Lisa's up to. Anything new on Instagram in the last 24 hours? The basement? Uh, chronic- yes. No, she chronicled her trip to Cleveland. All right. Yeah, yeah, they're there right now. I'm looking at it as we speak. And uh, they brought uh, old Kajar is there, the corner candy coach. They brought him. Kajar? Eric Kajar. Eric Kajar. Kajar. There's a photo of him up on Twitter. It looked like uh, Kalani was in a photo. A-Rod was in a photo. Fessy was there, too. Yeah. Well, Fessy and A-Rod are largely responsible for getting him to BYU. Uh, that was a great hire, A-Rod. Got him there, and Fessy was already on the staff. But those two had the connection, and then Kalani closed the deal. And uh, the rest is history. And uh, Care was his coach there in high school. And uh, so that's that's good. I, I like that he remembers his high school coach. The, you know, the college coaches are more obvious, right? But I really, really like that he remembers the high school coach. And we, we sort of make fun of the mom because she's out there, whereas this kid seems about as grounded as can be. And, you know, she's they're driving on a freeway, and she's going on with her Instagram stuff, and they show Zach sitting in the back seat, and he's just sitting there. Yeah, I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I like his style. I really do. I like his style. Uh, he's confident, but he's not uh, over the top. He's not... Saying a whole lot of stuff. He's got a million-dollar smile. My goodness, (laughs) man. He's got the all-American looks. I really hope he kicks butt. Madison Avenue will embrace that smile without question. As long as he plays well, yeah. He's got to to play well. But how will he and, you know, I mean, the tabloids, the back page, it's New York and all that stuff, and whether it's him or it's the mom or the dad or whoever. I mean, how's everybody going to handle when, you know, there's some outrageous headline and bizarre photo and – story that they think is only possibly 20 or 40 percent true well i think he's going to handle it fine i she's well she's going to revel in it this is i've seen this many times over the parents and your kids the stud and you get way caught up in it though i've seen the other side of it when you you think that wow he's going to be it and then he goes to college and it doesn't happen which is more the common story than it does happen and then it's a bitter bitter uh, let down because they thought their kid was going to be there. And I've seen that with a number of BYU quarterbacks uh, that it really just, as Bradley Jensen would say, sports is going to break your heart at some point. And it's it's a bitter pill to swallow when you think your kid is uh, this and that. And, but so far, Zach is, uh, he is he's all this that. and that, and right, so yeah. He's going to get that opportunity. It's gonna. I'm going to watch him and I'm going to root for him. 
far as the Seahawks story with their GM uh, and Pete Carroll and uh, trying to diffuse everything going on around Russell uh, Wilson and the rumors of Wilson being unhappy, being disgruntled, Pete Carroll said there was some stuff that was said that had to be dealt with, and it has been. So Russ is in a great place right now, and he's been in a great place throughout the offseason. We've communicated throughout all of the things just like I always have. So, Pete Carroll making it sound like it's all been diffused, and here go the Seahawks. What'll really diffuse it, PK, is winning. Winning big. They get a shot. I mean, that's all I can say. Yeah. It should be in the mix. Just like they were last year. Yeah. Giants running back Saquon Barkley on track to be ready to go as he recovers from a torn ACL in his right knee. Suffered it last October. He also had to have his meniscus repaired during the surgery. Had his fifth-year option worth $7.2 million on his rookie contract. Picked up by the team. I bet that had to be a lot of relief. Tear up your knee as a running back with an option sitting out there. Well, when healthy, he's a stud, but he's had multiple injuries. And that is the story of a running back in the NFL. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. LSU doing away with attendance limitations and mask mandate for all outdoor athletic activities. The school announced yesterday and the move to 100% capacity is effective immediately. They still got college baseball, I guess, going on, right? Oh, yeah, big time, and that's huge down there. They've got a beautiful stadium. I've yeah, seen it. LSU's a uh, big-time player uh, in that sport. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. It's right uh, across the street from the football stadium. And Southeast Conference baseball, baseball doesn't get the run, obviously, that football gets, particularly in that conference. But that's a great conference for baseball. There's just no question about that. And they, they have outstanding attendance in those games uh, throughout the conference, basically. So, yeah, that, that's that's good news for those folks. Kim Mulkey, we didn't talk about it, but that was a blockbuster move going from Baylor to LSU. And her first thing, first thing she said, I'm taking off this damn mask. And the crowd went wild. And she was indoors. She made uh, 2.2, 2.3 million, something like that at Baylor. So mm-hmm. what, what did LSU pay to, to get her? Uh, well, you can find out. Uh, this is a public It'll institution. Be there, yeah, once the contract's uh, yeah. signed, sometimes. And for her, that's long. home too. So I don't know if she needed a raise to to go home. NCAA board, a Division One Board of Directors ratified the rule change that will allow all athletes who have not yet transferred the ability to do so one time in a college career and be immediately eligible to play. Yesterday's rubber stamp was the final hurdle before the new rules were officially official. And now they're officially official. So, But I think they should allow everybody. And if you already took advantage of it, so be it. Uh, I think that everyone. So if you, need, if you did it a second time, I think it, when it, if it goes into effect June 1st, say, whatever, that everybody, even if you've already transferred. Now, I understand that this will... Uh, take the place of uh, a graduate transfer yeah so you'll so have to apply you, for a waiver as a grad transfer if the grad the transfer transferred. right yeah if you transfer after your sophomore right, year right, and you want a right. grad transfer now you need a waiver before it was automatic so the first one is automatic the second one requires a waiver and i, I would keep the grad transfer in there 
to give them even more freedom. I, I love this free-for-all stuff because the more we can recognize it for what it is, a big-time business, then we can do away with the charade of the questions for the student-athletes, which is nothing what it's just... It, it, for some, they are students. For others, they're just doing it because this is the way to get exposure to prepare themselves for professional sports, which I don't find with me. And I think that they should allow that. So you get the one-time undergrad... And if you graduate, then you get to go too. Well, what we've seen with waivers is they uh, they get used pretty freely. So although you need a waiver, and that sounds like a hurdle, I'm not convinced it's going to be all yeah, that big a hurdle. But I but you'd rather do away with it altogether. I get that. Yeah, and I'm not so sure that will they be tighter now since they're already giving you the opportunity to leave. Will they be tighter on the waiver? Because clearly you're right. They have been loose with the waivers. Will that continue? Or they'll say, well, wait a second. We already gave you this chance, and now you're coming back again. So I'm not so sure how that's going to work. There's no evidence there. We'll have to look back in a few years and be able to tell at that point. But it, I like the incentive to graduate. If you want it to be student-athletes, then get. if that's a little carrot that you can dangle, so be it. Do it. And it is a carrot, and we've heard all kinds of stories talking to guys about guys are taking so many online classes, and not not just because of the pandemic, even before the pandemic, guys are taking a lot of online classes, and they've got to be around so much of the summer anyway, and then you're doing it online, so even if you go home for a week or two, you can still take your online classes there, and so we're seeing guys get ahead. And coaches like it because, hey, it puts the pressure on everyone to graduate. It raises that, the APR, those are less likely to lose scholarships. And the kids graduate, and it opens up a spot for the next kid coming in. You're going to graduate. Yeah, you're going to graduate, and the parents love hearing that. You're going to graduate in three and a half years so you can get ready for the NFL draft because you're going to the NFL. And then mom and dad are hearing what they want to hear, and the kid's hearing what they want to hear. And it's a great pitch to a 17-year-old high school star. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. 1-1 is hammered up the middle of base hit. Barnes will score. Here comes Beatty. He will score. And Betts will go down to second base on an errant throw. A two-run single for Mookie Betts. Swinging a shot to right field. This will get the run home. In fact, it's going to be up the gap. It hits on the grass and rolls to the wall. And Christian Vasquez is into second base with an RBI double, and the Red Sox lead at 1-0. Pekowski's playing with fires. This ball is hit well to left field. Peralta on the run, dives, can't get it, and it gets behind him. That may empty the bases. Musgrove has scored. Fernando has scored. Trent Grisham is on his way home. He will score. Manny to third and a three-run triple. What up, everybody? Bryce Harper here. Everything feels good. Everything came back good. CT, all that kind of stuff. So, face is still there. So, we're all good. See you guys soon. That's Bryce Harper after getting hit in the face by a 96.9 mile an hour fastball. Face is still there. It's all good. See you guys soon. That's sure. It could have been really nasty, man. When I watched that, obviously it was big time cringeworthy because it was just left of the nose. And I, uh, I mean, wow. I mean, it was flush too. It wasn't like there was any deflection, as far as I could see. And I watched the thing twenty times. But that, wow. And to, to be able to stand up and do what he did after the game, and that's great news. And then the freaking pitcher hits uh, Gregorius in the ribs, and Girardi gets tossed. What the crap is that? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> How many guys does he get to plunk? Right, two pitches in a row. I mean, they're hard. One's in the face, one's right in the ribs. Gregorius, their shortstop. 
a former Diamondback, former Yankee, former Cincinnati Red, but we don't need to know all that. And he goes down. Saw him hit one of the longest home runs I've ever seen at our ballpark here in town when he was with the Diamondback. Where did he hit it? Team. Oh, well, he's a left-handed batter way over the berm right at the scoreboard. It, okay. was, that was, it was a blast. But anyway, he gets drilled. And what's Girardi supposed to do? Two pitches, two guys get hit, and then I can't retaliate? This is the unwritten rule of baseball, man. I should at least get one shot, and then you warn me. This thing isn't over by any stretch. Mark it down. Everybody's got long memories. At some point, yeah, you got it. Sorry, but that's just the way it is. I get one guy hit in the face and one guy hitting in, in, the, uh, in the ribs. That just... That's not acceptable. Uh, also in that highlight montage, you heard the Dodgers beating the Reds 8-zip. So that ends Kershaw, the, what a stud. That ends the three-game losing streak for the Dodgers. That's what the ace is for, right? Things are going south, and you've lost, uh, what did they lost? Five out of six, and you need, the, uh, you need the ace to go out there and get it done. He did. Padres keep pace for the Dodgers. They beat the Diamondbacks 12-3. They... Starting pitcher, and they've had so many arm injuries, so many pitchers leaving games, and their starters leaving in the first inning, and they can't get a runner to pass. Well, I think they have one runner to second base in the first four, and then the dam breaks in the fifth. Seven straight hits, six runs, a three-run triple, and a Padres That's interesting because that's exactly what I said, dam. <laughs> Red Sox beat the Mets one to nothing. How frustrating is it to be out there and get zero support when you're pitching that well? Jacob DeGrom. Oh, I match Nolan by now. Yeah, match Nolan Ryan's record for strikeouts through his first five starts. 59 strikeouts, but can't win well, if you don't stud. score. I think he's the best pitcher in the game. I don't think there's any question about that. Can't win if you don't score. And they don't score. And the Giants, the surprise, the Cinderella, the feel-good story keeps going. They beat the Rockies 7-3. to so, the Giants staying tied with the Dodgers, top yeah. the division and the top of the National League. Impressive. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Joe Ingles in the 9 o'clock hour. Craig Bowlerjack's going to be here at 830 Right now, it is time to welcome in Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. Andrew, welcome back. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Doing well. You know, one of the reasons we have to keep having you on the show is because there are so many guys hesitant to get their ED taken care of, and slowly, one by one, they seem to come to you. <laughs> yes, they do. There's a huge stigma around ED, and then there's guys that kind of have problems in the bedroom, but maybe say, I don't have ED. Uh, but any kind of blood flow problem is probably a form of erectile dysfunction. And Wasatch Medical Clinic, we use actually now the two most advanced forms of acoustic wave therapy. What's so cool is that the science behind this is picking up steam almost every week. A new study said this is clinically proven to rehabilitate erectile tissue and called it the new standard of care for erectile dysfunction. So it's not a pill. It's not injections. It repairs the blood vessels really easily, pretty quickly over just a couple of weeks' time, and basically improves circulation. So if you're out there a little frustrated, 
maybe taking the pill and hating it or not taking anything. Uh, we've helped a lot of guys turn back the clock in the bedroom and restore a little spontaneity into the bedroom. So what I just heard you say is Cambridge move over your old news. Yeah. <laughs> the Cambridge study is from 2017, which is really recent, but it's not the most recent one by any stretch. Uh, that one I just mentioned is therapeutic advances in urology, a uh, big urology outfit that studied this. And there's a bunch of others. I'll talk about them sometime today. Um, the science is sound. This works. And one thing I should mention that they all agree on, no side effects reported. Thank goodness. So you've got a uh, special offer for our listeners. What's the deal you're cutting today? Yeah, we do have quite a bit. Um, we know guys are a little hesitant. So you can come in and do the, uh, the assessment, the exam, the blood flow ultrasound with our doctor. Um, you don't have to go forward with treatments, by the way. He'll do uh, the blood flow ultrasound for free, the little gift also. I don't want to forget that. That produces immediate results in the bedroom. And right now you get 300 bucks off. So that's pretty cool. Give us a call. It's the first step in reversing the erectile dysfunction. Guys, you can put a stop to your ED by calling Wasatch Medical right now. Claim that offer, 801-901-8000. 801-901-8000. The number for Andrew and Wasatch Medical is 801-901-8000. Andrew, thanks a lot. Thank you, guys.